You are listening to The Recovered Therapist, brought to you by FreshOutOfPlans.com. I'm Jeannie Griffin, and I'll be your host. Instead of focusing on labels, diagnoses, and psychobabble, we keep things honest, simple, and hopeful so that you can grow personally and spiritually. Thank you for joining me. I've spoken before about the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, version number five, text revision. That is uh, a book that lists criteria for certain diagnoses. And so I want to delineate uh, substance use disorders and substance-induced disorders. So there are symptoms um, of each. And these two groups of substance-related disorders are first substance use disorders. That means there are patterns or symptoms resulting from the use of a substance that you continue to take in spite of experiencing problems as a result of it. Commonly said, you use a substance and even if it causes problems, you continue to use it. The other is substance-induced disorders. Those are, um, that includes intoxication, withdrawal, and they are problems that are caused by the effects of the substance. And that can also include mental disorders. For instance, we're seeing a lot of of cannabis-induced psychosis today. So what I want to do is to give you 11 symptoms or 11 criteria. And I want you to pick a substance. And you can, if you want to do this on paper later, you can number your paper from 1 to 11. And then pick a substance. Uh, It can be alcohol. It can be nicotine. um, And then Think about your use of it, your relationship with alcohol, let's say, your relationship with pot. And then I'll read a criteria, and then you put a check mark there or put yes or no. Okay, so here goes. The first criteria for substance use disorder is taking the substance in larger amounts or for longer than you meant to. You use more or you take it longer than you intended. Number two, wanting to cut down or stop using that substance, but not managing to be able to do that. Number three, spending a lot of time getting, using, or recovering from the use of that substance. Number four, craving or urges to use the substance. Five, Not manage to do what you should do at work, home, or school because of the substance. Six, continuing to use even when it causes problems in relationships. Seven, giving up important social, occupational, or recreational activities because of the substance. Eight, using substances again and again, even when it puts you in danger. Number nine, Continuing to use, even when you know you have a physical or a psychological problem that could have been caused or made worse by the substance. 
10. Needing more of the substance to get the same effect. That's what we call tolerance. Uh, needing more of that substance to get the same effect. And 11. Development of withdrawal symptoms, which can be relieved by taking more of the substance. So count the number of checks. And these 11 criteria can be grouped into four main categories. Physical dependence, risky use, social problems, and impaired control. So let's look at how severe your relationship is with this substance. So count the number of symptoms or checks or yeses that you had. If you have two or three symptoms, it indicates that you have a mild substance use disorder with that particular substance. If you have four to five symptoms, it indicates a moderate substance use disorder. And if you've checked six or more symptoms, it indicates a substance use disorder or what we call addiction. It is a severe substance use disorder. Now, the clinician who rates this can also say it's in early remission. Let's say you went off to treatment and you haven't used, say, in 30 days. The clinician can also say you have a substance use disorder, severe, but it's in early remission. In other words, you've, you have um, stopped using it and you're in early recovery. You can have substance-induced disorders as well, and that's what makes it very hard sometimes to determine what are we looking at. Are we looking at a symptom of the drug and how it manifests in your body, or are we looking at uh, an additional mental disorder that goes along with it? So, for instance, every alcoholic will say, oh, I'm depressed. Well, hello, of course you are. You're taking a central nervous depressant. So when we look at depression and your alcohol use, if it's severe, we've got to determine is it the alcohol that is causing the depression or was the depression there before you added the central nervous depressant and made it even worse? And that takes time to determine that. So you can take these 11 criteria and do, do it for each one, for alcohol, for pot, for nicotine, for meth, for cocaine, for every single one of those. And um, determine yourself whether you are have use uh, of these chemicals or these substances and whether you have a mild, moderate, or severe uh, relationship with them. I hope that helps. Thank you for listening to The Recovered Therapist, where we keep topics honest, simple, and hopeful. I love you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time.